What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Real Estate Virgins podcast. We are here to elevate your business in 2023 and beyond. We are not just saying things. We are not just talking that talk. We are walking the walk, boots on the ground, here to help elevate your business. My name is Jordan Brown, here with my co-host, John Michael Perez. What's going on, bud? What's up? John Michael Perez on Instagram, Facebook. Wow, what a douche. TikTok. Yeah, you remember a few episodes when I did that and you were like, this guy stinks. But we corrected ourselves. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. At John Michael Perez. Go check it. Check me out. Where are you, Jordan? At Jordan Sells ATX, all major social media. Welcome, everybody. Hey, we had a really great episode last time. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. If this is your first episode, um, if you don't know what we're about, we are real estate agents who have a little bit of various experience. John has been in the industry for seven plus years now, and I'm going on my third year, and we have a lot of experience to be able to share with you. We interview top producing agents who uh, share stories of success, their strategies, really tactical things that are meant to help bring your business to a new level, whether you're a new, you're a new agent or someone who's seasoned and you just want to help you know, scale up your business. That's what we're all about here. So thank you so much for tuning in. If that sounds like something you're interested in, you are in the right place. I love hearing all the success stories of the agents that listen to our podcast and they're like, John, thank you so much for putting out a pot, the the podcast with Jordan because you know I used this tip or this trick and it really helped my business and it's just like it's so fulfilling hearing these stories and what's really cool is we're now giving away free training every week and uh, the time is to be determined. Yeah, shout out to our Power Hour people. Yeah. Um, we hosted our first Power Hour on Sunday. And it was great to see the agents that showed up. I think we brought the value. I think they would agree with you or with me on that. Um, and that's what we're all about here. We're just trying to give back to uh, the industry and make better agents because I think the industry deserves it. I think there's a lot of um, overpromise and underdeliver that goes on at certain brokerages or with training programs. And that's why we are doing this all for free. So it's all part of what we do. We're all about giving back. If you've listened to any number of episodes with us, we are all about providing value because we want to make better agents. And for people that are watching video or on YouTube or whatever, your T-shirt is Violent Gentleman. So explain the T-shirt. Uh, Violent Gentleman is a, is a hockey company. Uh, it kind of speaks to the fact that it's a really violent game, but like – when you eliminate a team from the playoffs, you line up and you shake hands and you mm. give congratulations to the other person. Yeah. Um, what's funny about this is it looks like a, a metal band T-shirt. Yeah. And it's got Wayne Gretzky with with like crazy face paint on it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I love I love this brand. I, I'm I a big it. big Violent Gentleman fan. That's awesome. Yeah. John's wearing uh, sunglasses inside, which is certainly a look. Yes. <laughs> looks good. I decided to to put on the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying that. Are you like a TikToker? What are you talking about, yeah, bro? Yeah, and I bought a new T-shirt before this because I realized I was wearing the same T-shirt as uh, last episode. So, oh, are you really? Yeah, How funny! So I, so I changed. Super Can't cool. be having that. Nope. Got to change it up. Mm -hmm. Got to have that W Riz, as the kids say. 
<laughs> All right. So. Hey, real quick. Hey, shout out real quick to not just our Power Hour people, but we've we've had a lot of new dads lately, like Ryan here at the studio. Mm, shout killing out to it, Ryan. Killing it as a new dad. Uh, Marlo, one of my good friends and a future team member, is uh, a new dad as well. Just had his daughter yesterday morning. What's today? Yeah, yesterday morning. Super cool. Super pumped for him. Um, it's really cool because I'm going to be in that club soon. And Shoot, like two months from now, huh? Yeah, bro, like two and a half. We're going, we're going to Mexico next week, um, next Thursday. I'm really excited. Get a little baby moon action, some relaxation before uh, I never relax for the next 18 years. <laughs> so <laughs> that's not true. Yeah, um, Katie will do all the work. I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm no, just kidding. yeah, exactly. <laughs> the the point is to be so successful in real estate that Katie does everything. No, I'm just kidding. I, no, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for it. We just had a checkup this morning. Everything lo- is looking good. That's awesome. Love that. Um, we're so excited to have, like, we just painted his room, mm-hmm. uh, put up his sign. We made his crib. Like, Adding adding more value to the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's cool because, like, uh, whenever it happens to everyone else, like, I, I didn't really realize, like, how intense of a moment that is. Like, how, mm-hmm. how life-changing this event is going to be. And so I have a new respect for it. Obviously, like it's the same thing. I don't know when you're when you're a kid and your parents tell you, oh, you know, you should listen to me. Like you need to wear your sweater. And then you get sick and you're like, you're still wrong, mom and dad. Yeah. Like it's, it's at, really cool because like I have a new respect for it. I was at Target earlier buying this T-shirt and I saw a travel travel stroller and I was thinking about purchasing it for you. I didn't, but I was probably going to um, because they're very valuable. Uh, when it comes to traveling with a kid, so hey, being one of the last people in our friends group to have a, a child is actually gonna be really lit because anything that I, we go through, I'm gonna be able to ask other people and, yeah. and get your expertise on. Because I'm not gonna lie, dude, I'm so green with this. <laughs> I don't. I just got a call before we started recording from one of our friends, Brittany, and she asked if I wanted a pack and play. I don't know what the hell a pack and play is, <laughs> so I don't. I was like, you need to call my wife. Yeah. I, I don't know. You do, I, you do need a pack. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning back in. Hey, uh, we got a we got a good episode for you all today. Some value that we're going to be adding again. The whole mo here. It's all about value. How how you can implement certain strategies. Be tactical with uh, amplifying your business by being a better agent. And we've been there. We want to help you. So let's get into it. Well, I think the the more valuable you become as a real estate agent, the more people are going to want to work with you, the more people are going to want to refer their friends, their family, their coworkers to you as the agent. So that's why we're like, you know what? If you're going to be listening to our podcast, we want to make you valuable. If you want to if you want to amplify when we talk about amplifying business and attracting business because here's the thing, your first few years in real estate, who are your clients? It's your friends, maybe family members, and that's probably about it, maybe some coworkers. How do you attract outside people to want to work with you? Mm. It's value. Mm -hmm. It's bringing something of value to make people go, I don't know this person, but I trust them and I want to work with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so that's sort of what we're going to be talking about today is how do we become more valuable? How And if we're not busy, what are we doing to increase our value, increase our engagement with our audience, and I'm super excited to talk about that today. Let's do it. Uh, so first, a uh, little bit of real estate talk is going to be, are we still in a seller's market? And that's a great you know, point of conversation because when our clients are talking to us and asking us, John, are we still in a seller's market? What are you going to say? 
right? Um, we I just went to a real estate summit, a local real estate summit that is more niche, niche down to where I live. And they were talking about how the difference between now and 2019 were actually still more expensive than 2019. The crazy years of 2020, 2021, and 2022 obviously were outliers, right? But as compared to 2019, which was only three and a half years ago, we're still up, right? And the crazy part about that is we're still under what the inventory was. That's the crazy that. part. I saw that. So the stats don't lie. So yes, are we higher priced now than we were in these out you know outlier years aside? Compared, let's say like 2019 was the last quote unquote normal market, right? Mm-hmm. Just for for easy sake. Compared to right now, versus an easy or, or the normal market, our inventory levels are still significantly lower, mm-hmm. meaning that there is still demand. It's just can people. Are people getting what they want? I feel like is the question. Mm. I, you know, if there's a lack of inventory and homes aren't being built fast enough or homes aren't available on the market, you know, re- readily accessible for people, that's the issue that you run into. And home prices are up because of those 2020, the 2022 years. And so they're starting to come back down. We've got some stats on that to share with you as well. It's a weird balancing act. We're, we're, we're kind of, figuring out what this new normal we talked about the normal back when before the interest rates rose that's the crazy thing about real estate it's always changing we were just talking about where you know the content pieces we talk about on this podcast it's it's tough because things with real estate don't change overnight right they they, it's a slow gradual months at a time kind of thing because there's so many factors involved with inventory with incentives with interest rates with what's going on in the world events there's so much involved with it it's always changing so that it's a constant balancing act which is more so reason why you need to stay up to date with what's going on in your market Mm -hmm. because just this is what we're experiencing it may be completely different it is completely different in florida where they're having bidding wars out the ass in florida and we haven't seen that since what early 2022 well i I did see a bidding war recently actually i bet it was it was a really competitively priced house though extremely okay exactly yeah um i was just meeting up with an agent that she was asking me hey john what are you doing to get new business what are you what are you doing and um and i was telling her you know she she said she mentioned you know i think i got into real estate at the worst time right and I've had this same conversation with agents that got into real estate during 2021 and 2022, where it was the worst time, right? So pick your worst time, right? Would you rather like have to show a million houses to one client and put a million offers in, hoping one offer is going to get accepted, or would you rather really try hard or really work hard on your business and attract qualified buyers qualified clients to you so that you can find the right home for them and not have to be so stressed out when submitting an offer. Yeah, exactly. You know? And one really cool thing to add value to your clients as of recently, uh, we talked about this on Pow Hour, which is why it's so important to attend Pow Hour. If you'd it, like a, a link to that, reach out to John or myself on Instagram. Uh, we're happy to share that link with you. We want to pack it. It's free. 
Um, tons of value there that is not discussed on here. Yeah. Or you're going to hear it on the Power Hour first. You're going to hear it there first. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we were talking about how do we add value to our clients at a high level? One thing that we've been doing recently is just asking for everything, even if it's not on the MLS, right? So what does that look like? Ask for the washer, ask for the dryer, ask for the fridge, ask for the the TV on, on, on the, the mounted wall or whatever, and ask for the patio set, ask for the pool pool furniture. And even if they're not offering it and you get half of it that you asked for, you look like such a rock star. You look like a rock star to your clients, right? And they weren't even expecting that, right? And so that's one way we step out from the normal real estate agent, and we try to, to provide as much value as possible. I'll give you one more example real quick. Recently, last week, I had a client that was going to close on a deal, and at the last second, I realized there was an opportunity to get a better price for the house. And I fought for an extra $7,500 for my client. He didn't even know about this, right? Um, and this, and it's because of an appraisal issue. Um, basically, the seller, they wanted, what was it, 526000 And my client said, cool, we'll take it. I fought for an extra 7500 bucks, And my client didn't know. I come back to my client and I say, hey, I just want to let you know. I got you an extra 7500 bucks. Wow. Before we even started working together, he was trying to decide if he should use me or another agent. He just made the correct decision because if he didn't, he wouldn't have gotten that extra $7,500. Yeah. Right? And so adding that value, even without asking or telling your client, is so important because those are stories that they're going to share to their friends, their family, their coworkers. My, my story that I have about this is it's slightly different. Um, it's more about, you know, we've talked about before of, about would you contribute anything to make a deal happen or to, like, sweeten the deal, something like that, right? And you can hear in past episodes, I'm not going to dive into that right now. But with these particular clients, um, they're a little bit older, um, a little bit older than me, I should say. They're not older. Um, and although we're not young anymore. It's crazy. My back's starting to, dude, I sleep wrong. My neck hurts. My back hurts. I know, it's I'm, crazy. I'm getting like, never mind. <laughs> so these these clients, they were first-time home buyers. And as we were touring, I'm talking from day one, I noticed that the gentleman was really into this barbecue, what's called the, an egg. It's a certain kind of barbecue pit. And I'm talking from the first look, the final walkthrough, the inspection, everything. He, he would always talk about it. Every phone call, he would talk about it, saying, I hope they leave this here. Here's the thing. They were not going to leave it there. I knew that. And so I had volunteered um, to make the deal work because we were, we were right there on the numbers. And I had already gotten the sellers down quite a significant amount. And I was, it felt like at that point I was just being nitpicky, right? And I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to offer my buyer – I'm going to pay for my buyer's one-year um, home warranty. That's, that was going to be my closing gift to them was, hey, I got you a one-year warranty. You can have some peace of mind. So I changed it up at the last minute because I noticed on final walkthrough the day before closing, they were so um, – he was so bent up about not getting the egg. And so I, I messaged the, his, his lady, and I said, hey – what do you think about instead of me paying for this one year warranty, which 
you can certainly do yourself. You're not going to get that egg any cheaper than I can probably get it for you. Let me pay for that. What do you think about me paying for that egg for, for B over there? And how happy he's going to be. And I'm not kidding you, dude. At closing, I made him think the whole time that they took everything. And at closing, we were about to leave. And I said, hey, uh, I said, normally I get you like a, a cutting board or something like that as a closing gift. I said, I did something a little bit different for you this time. I got you that green egg out back. And, bro, he lit up so like like Christmas Day. <laughs> and it was the crazy – like he – he was just so over the moon about it. They've sent me pictures of him grilling on it already. I love it. I lo- And that's where like I use a little bit of my judgment to be like, they really care about this. Mm-hmm. Home warranty? Sure. Like, Is it a convenient thing? Is it a nice thing to offer? Sure. But what's going to make him remember me is that I got him that damn egg. Because he uses <laughs> it, and he loves it, and he wanted it. So, And he told me like, since he was... Uh, Growing up, like he he has desired to own one of those, and he was just so bummed he wasn't gonna get the chance, because um, you know it just wasn't the sellers were gonna take it. Mm-hmm. So little I don't even I don't remember what exactly it was about. It was something. What were we talking about? Providing value yeah. or yeah, just trying to go up above above and, and beyond. beyond. That's yeah. what it was. Is like I saw an opportunity to make this guy really happy, and and I think that's the difference maker is like. Some other people may not have offered the money to, to make that happen for him. I'd rather lose $300 and make this dude's entire year than bank an extra 300 bucks. Yep. So, yeah. Um, so Lawrence Young, chief economist for uh, National Association of Realtors, said, there are simply not enough homes for sale. The market can easily absorb a doubling of inventory. No lies detected. I mean, that is spot on. And so when you as an agent are going above and beyond for your clients, that will plant a seed in their head and they will remember you as the agent to work with when they want to sell their house. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And there's not enough inventory. You get me? Well, I think that's just that just means that there's still opportunity for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Prices are still a little bit they're they're above pre-pandemic levels, which is great. That's what you strive for. This this crazy perception that you're going to get 50% appreciation year over year just simply doesn't happen unless it's 2020 to 2022. Mm. You got to get over that idea as a seller. The fact that you still have a ton of equity available to you right now should be like the indicator that if you're on the fence about whether it's the time to sell, if you've got equity, what are you waiting for? Yeah. I don't know what you're waiting for. By you know, we talked about how new builds. This is a point from our power hour. New builds made up what a, was it an increase of fifteen to twenty percent of of the market share of sold homes? Yeah, I mean. I wrote a note and I said, I personally think there's a dichotomy for buyers right now who know it's a better time to buy, but do not want to pay higher interest rates, which is causing pint up demand once rates actually do drop. And the thing is, is that new builds right now have offer more perceived value because they have better warranties. They have better interest rates. They have newer, never moved in, never lived in, um, you know, how it's a, a never lived in house, right? And so, well, certain new build, like certain companies are offering like a 3.99 interest rate. Yeah. 4.25, 5.5, all better than what's out there at market rate right now. How can you compete with that? 
right? And so if you're a resale home and you're trying to sell your house, you better not be overpricing that house because there's going to be a new build that's a mile and a half down the road that buyers are, would much rather purchase. Well, hey, if you're the listener and you're about to go to a listing appointment and you are trying to anticipate what kind of objections you're going to get from the seller and they need to go buy somewhere, right? One of their concerns is going to be, well, I'm at this interest rate here. Why should, you know, what does it look like for me to sell? And like, now I'm going to be at a, a 7.25. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not necessarily the case. That's the perception. You get to be the expert that says, did you know that there's actually some really great incentives being offered right now? Yeah. And if you're not, like, you need to be advertising that shit right now. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about my my YouTube channel. I'm thinking about my Instagram. And I'm about to go heavy on all these incentives that are going on because I know sellers that are waiting for this news. Yeah. So um, really and, good opportunity there. And also from a seller aspect, if you are going to a listing appointment, <clears throat> you need to start uh, bringing up the fact that there's new builds not too far away that are offering amazing incentives, right? As, as a leverage point for when your seller says, hey, I want to price it higher. Right. Well, well, hey, guess what? There's some new builds. That's such a good point. There's new builds that are right down the road. And are you sure you want to price it higher? Can your resold home that's lived in compete with what this new build is offering at a lower price with better incentives? Yeah. And so that's a really good leverage point that you guys should be bringing to listing appointments. You know, I I had a conversation with a a gentleman in my neighborhood. He reached out to me because he's, you know, I post in my Facebook group. If you're not, if you're not involved in your local Facebook group, get in that shit because it there's tons of opportunity to become a local expert there. Anyway, advertised that I was a realtor um, in the Business Tuesday post. He reached out to me, said, "Hey, we're thinking about selling our house. What do you think it's worth?" For some reason, would not let me go to his house to see. Like he he's kind of like holding me at a distance. But he wants my opinion on it just based on specs and stuff. So I was like, all right, I'll play this game, right? Because I don't want to, like, lose the opportunity to talk to him. So I make a CMA based on all of his, you know, credentials or, like, the the criteria that he said that they have, like, what the tax record says. And I sent it to him, and it seemed like he was a little unhappy with where I priced it. And we're only, like, 9 k off. I said that he could probably, I said, if you want to sell this quickly, you could probably get away with that 450. I said, if you list, I said on the high end, if you've got some time, you could try to list for 465. So I went over like average days on market for the neighborhood. I talked about how the homes that are priced aggressively are selling it within under a week. And then there's homes that have been sitting there for 130 plus days. There's, there's a big difference between those two pricing strategies. So I said, it's kind of up to you. But in my opinion, if you're trying to sell, you need to go the more aggressive route. We pack this place out over a weekend with open houses. We maybe get multiple offers. Boom. Now I just made up your 9K, hopefully, mm-hmm. maybe. But his response was like, so you don't think it would fly at at, at 459? And I'm like, brother, I don't, I don't know. Like, it, I'm telling you that I think doing that it's not. It's slightly overpricing on the initial price. What's that extra nine k going to get you, as far as exposure? Nothing. Yeah. The four fifty a is a much more attractive number, especially for the neighborhood. And we talked a few episodes about, or a few episodes ago, about when people search on Zillow, Realtor.com, whatever it is, they're searching in fifty thousand dollar increments at lower levels. So anything under a million dollars or seven hundred fifty thousand dollars 
typically goes in, you know, 300, 350, 400, 450. Mm -hmm. If you price at 450, you're getting people whose ceiling is 450 and people whose floor is 450. That's more eyes. Statistically speaking, 21% more visibility if you price it differently than you price a clearance item at Walmart. The whole 459, that doesn't work anymore. Like you want visibility. You want people to you want as many eyes as possible to see that house. And yeah. doing it at 450 is is a much better strategy. Yeah. Um Yeah, the market shifted, so we do have to shift the way we price homes because no longer can you just throw a number out there and buyers are going to be uh, interested in putting an offer in there. They have so much more options like we've been talking about previously is they have more options. So now you have to get picky on where you price the home. Take, I mean, take a quick assessment of what we're, what we're dealing with. We got ex high interest rates, high compared to like relative to where pricing is at. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Cause if we were talking 7% on a hundred thousand dollar home, that's a lot different than 7% on a $450,000 home. So you got to keep that in mind. Well, it's crazy because, you know, my house I purchased for 650000 And the same. Flex. Okay. And the same house is five. The same monthly payment is about 480 now. Right? So be, with so my interest rate was at 3.75. Mm -hmm. But now it's like at seven and a half or whatever. And if I, I could only afford a 480 house now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is crazy, like. Oh yeah, some of the some of the numbers I'm hearing are are kind of crazy. Like I like, it's it's difficult. Yeah, there's a thin line. Excuse me. Oh, I just burped into the mic. My <laughs> my, my bad. Uh, but just you're losing so much buying power because these rates are so high, right? Yeah. And so that's why buyers are so picky, and picky. rightfully so. Yeah. Rightfully so. If you're paying a premium to purchase a house, buyers deserve to be pickier with their decisions. So you've got. Higher interest rates causing pickier buyers. And what where are we going right now? Q4. What is Q4 of the year notorious for? Being slow. Mm -hmm. What is the exception? 2020, 2021, the extreme years that have come and gone. Yeah. So if you're talking about history, history-based decision-making, you need to be more aggressive with your pricing now than you would have been maybe during summer or when interest rates were very low. Yeah. Okay, so let's switch. So things. use your use your noggin is all I'm saying. Use your noggin. Yeah. Logic and in, in pricing is really important right now. Yeah. Uh, so let's switch things up. I I've been meeting with a lot of agents recently, and you know they're saying, "Hey, how are you getting leads?" Right. And honestly, you know we tell them the same thing over and over again. Um, and but one thing that you've been doing recently is Facebook ads, right? I'm coming back around to it. Haven't ran one since like early 2022. Yeah. Um, I had a really successful one with Oracle employees when, uh, when Oracle announced that they were relocating to, to Austin. Really? Th that was a, a while back, but I got like 28 leads from that one. Wow. And it only cost me $56. Wow. So now granted, none of it materialized. Mm -hmm. I don't think it, it's because of Facebook or the ads. I think it was me. I look at it and I go, I missed some opportunity there. Mm. Instead of like calling these people when these leads came in, I would email them first or I'd text oh, them. Oh, bro. Yeah, look, I 
I'm in a different place now. Okay. okay? I'm in a different place now. When a lead comes in, first thing I do is I call them or ask for their phone number or I give them my number, mm-hmm. depending on the conversation. And the Facebook ad, is that coming from your Facebook professional profile? Yes. So in order to run a Facebook ad, you have to have a business page to do so. Okay. Um, you link it with your personal profile. And um, you can link it with your Instagram as well. Oh, you can link it with your personal profile. Or maybe maybe it's just because I have both of those. Like I'm able to switch between the app oh, that gotcha. way. Okay. Maybe that's what I meant. Yeah. But no, you can link your um, your Instagram to it as well. Mm-hmm. It, it'll put your – if you're doing a reel, it'll do it on Facebook. It'll do it Instagram reels. Um, it boosts it out to as many places as Meta owns, mm-hmm. uh, even Marketplace. So if people are in like the – uh, shopping around for things. There's ads in there. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Messenger as well. That's something new that I didn't see. Huh. So there's a lot of places that your ad can show up. Mm-hmm. Is it expensive? I think it depends. If you're good at running ads, an average lead should cost you no more than like $2.50. Okay. Um, but here's the crazy part. Even So Mike Sherrard, a uh, really great guy to follow on YouTube. If, if you're listening, you need someone to... Uh, follow with really great free realtor advice and videos. He's like the king of it, of like digital social media um, advertising. He, he's he, so good. He kills it. He's the guy that made Suman Kim like the blueprint for a successful new agent. 114 transactions in his second year. Yeah, $144 million two years into it. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's who Mike Sherrard taught. Yes. So Mike knows what he's talking about is what we're trying to say. So if you don't, Mike Sherrard on YouTube. Look at his videos. It's so – he's got to come on the pod now. Like, he just has to. Yeah, we got We're, we're we over here glazing him really hard. So, <laughs> um, But it's because he knows what he's talking about. So I was watching one of his videos a couple nights ago, and it's actually what inspired me to get back into, into YouTube, uh, YouTube leads. Or sorry, sorry, Facebook leads. Is even, even from the time he posted that video, which was like mid this year, so a few months ago, to now, it's changed. So I, I could not make it to where – you used to be able to have it to where I have this free resource I want to give you. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm advertising. In order for you to get this free resource, you have to give me your contact information. Easy exchange, right? It's free for you. I get you as a lead. Boom. That was the whole purpose. That was the, the, the really great thing about it. Now what I noticed is you can't you – can, you, can separ- you have to separate them. You can't get the info unless you make a landing page. Smart idea to get around it. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But you can either get the lead, which is the information, and maybe say that you're going to follow up with them with the the thing that they want. But it doesn't give you, you – you give me your info, I give you the resource. It doesn't do that anymore. It's either you give me the info on your own free will or here's my resource. So it's not as impactful because there's no exchange that happens. It's either I'm receiving your info in a story or you're getting my free resource. I don't get your lead. Can you advertise your um, your landing page? In yes. This? So that's how you get around it. Okay. So there's an option when you're going to the YouTube – or sorry, I keep saying YouTube. With the Facebook Ads Manager, you can ask what your – or you can specify what your goal is. It will say get leads. Uh, drive traffic to your video, drive traffic to your page, drive traffic to your website. So if you do, if you do the website, mm-hmm. like on Canva, you can make a landing page very, very easily. You can make a landing page on yeah. Canva. Yeah, you sure can. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, Tessa, I saw, I saw that on, um, in the within the group, and I saw, I saw that Tessa made a landing page. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Pretty that. cool. 
So there's ways around it. It's just you used to be able to do that all within Facebook, and it was really convenient. Mm-hmm. Now you have to get a little bit creative with how you capture information. Yeah. But nonetheless, Facebook ads are are I'm they're coming back. It's cool because I'm getting more traffic, obviously, because I'm paying for leads. But I get to see how many people are clicking on my link, how far my reach has gotten. And even though it's housing, so housing is a special ad category, mm-hmm. you can't get specific with, you know, I don't want anyone between 18 and 24. Like, most of those people aren't buying houses. You, you used to be able to. You used to be able to, and now you can't. What about uh, location-specific? Yes. So you can get down to a 15-mile radius hmm. of any location. So I said, like, Leander, Texas, 15-mile radius. And okay. that's that's who's, who's supposed to be seeing my ads. I remember when you could be super specific. like People that like this music. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you, I think you might even be able to, but housing is a special category where you can't do that. Mm. Yeah. I wonder how we can get around that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you, if you find out, let me know. Don't so, talk about it. So what pod. kind of Facebook ads are working? So Facebook, I saw this from a guy. Um, I saw, I got targeted with his ad and I just wanted to check out, you know, what his, his experience was. He went from having like no business to having more business than he could ever wish for. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember his name. Sorry. I am doubt he's listening, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> if you are, my bad. And he, I find that um, I copied one of these, and it's actually performing pretty well for me on mm. Facebook ads. So the things that he says, some categories, he had five options. I'm going to go over four of them because the last one was foreclosures, and that doesn't yeah. apply right now because foreclosures are actually at a historical low. Yep. Uh, which is probably contrary to what a lot of people believe. So the four that he suggests running for Facebook ads is the headline being homes under blank. Enter enter a dollar amount. Whatever your local market average is, that's kind of what you want to do. So I ran one that said, um, so one of them on here, the, the second one is list of downsizing homes, popular downsizing homes. So I ran a the one one of the ads I'm running right now is popular downsizing homes in Leander, Texas. And when they go, what makes it downsizing is a it's below average pricing and it's property, it's not it's not land, it's not um mobile homes, mm-hmm. but like it's it's single family residential condos and townhomes that are under the average pricing for our county. And at least, you know, a three bed, two bath, not huge homes. Mm-hmm. So on my website, I put that criteria in. It, it produces it on my webpage. I copy the link, and that's what it takes people to. So then once they click on that, they go to my, my website, and if they want to see more than two houses, they have to give me their info. Gotcha. And that's how you capture the lead. Gotcha. And so that that link that you're putting on the ad is to to my to, website, to your CRM website. Yes. Gotcha. And you, you can make it whatever you want. And if you don't have access to a CRM that give or like a website for yourself, you can do a, a list reports. Listreports.com. We use that early on, and it's guys. A, he's sharing so much good value right now. <laughs> and, and a lot of this we've talked about before, but it's been a long time, mm. and maybe people haven't heard it. But List Reports, fantastic free website. I love List Reports. Yeah, it's professional looking. And what is List Reports, Jordan? List Reports is a free website where you can put your material, um, all your branded material in. It has, uh, it makes, it's like having a design center for your listings mm. or for flyers or for, um, like you can have like a, a like a landing page 
or a personal website for your listing. Yeah, and it's so cool because when I go into listing appointments, I show them examples of graphics that I've made on list reports. And it's super easy, guys, especially if you already put all the information up on MLS. It, it pulls it straight it, from there. It pulls it straight from the MLS. You can print it directly from list reports. And it's like the most effortless graphics that you can make for your clients. And it makes you look like a professional. And the, another cool aspect of it is the advertising part of your listing. Let's say you're on list reports making a flyer, an open house flyer for your listing. It pulls all the description stuff from the MLS. It talks about it, it has pictures on there, and on the backside, it gives you the school ratings. I didn't mm-hmm. ask for. I didn't put that in there. Yep. It pulls um, how many four or five star Yelp reviewed places are nearby. You know, within a five mile radius. It can. It can even do like golf courses. Yeah. Restaurants. Yeah. It's pretty crazy, and it's free. Like, yeah. That's the coolest part. And you can pair it. Um, you can actually pair it with your lender, lender. to unlock more features, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah. But even the free version is so value packed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. That's a. That's a. Awesome little little nugget there. Oh so. man, yeah, that was so much good info. Uh, thanks for sharing. Yeah, um, sorry. Did... Last two last two Facebook oh, ads that okay. are working. So homes under let's just say like five hundred k homes under five hundred k. You run that, you're gonna get some clicks. Then if there's a really popular um, feature in in a certain community or uh, your neighborhood, your city, you could say homes under five hundred k with solar panels. Something like that. You can get like real niche with it, and people are really inclined to, to do that. I know how to do that. I don't know how to explain to the listeners how to do that. On Remarks on the MLS, uh, depending on what MLS you're using, I know on Remarks, if you put asterisk uh, solar panels, uh, end asterisk, it actually will send you all the homes that are within the remarks. That, that have that mentioned. That's, yeah, that yeah. have solar panels mentioned. Really good way to unlock opportunities for investment properties too. Mm-hmm. So if if you have an investor client and you want to – a lot of times like in the MLS – it's hard say, to explain it over like while I'm talking. Yes. I, I, it's way easier. I see it in my head and I'm like it seems so easy and then I'm trying to visualize or like explain that's it. That's maybe something we could do is – Power hour. Power hour. We can show it to them on power hour. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah. Yeah, because you can go in there and say, like, I want it any any listing that says investor special, all right? Like something that or off market. You or, can get all these really great or as is, which means mm-hmm. there's something wrong with it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the last last ad that's running really well right now is homes located in insert popular school district. Oh. So homes located in Leander ISD. ISD. Those are things that people are gonna click on. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to provide and again, you're providing the value as this resource Mm -hmm. for something that's different than, you know, Zillow or Realtor is you're going to them. It's the convenience of them seeing your ad and then hopefully you're capturing their information, whether it's a landing page or website or, or through Facebook ads. That's the whole exchange there is I'm giving you this information. I get your contact info. Yeah, I like that. That's awesome. So that was a that was a big um that was a big spiel there, but I think it was, I think it was valuable. Yeah, you know what we should do is give a few people shout outs that have been reaching out to us recently. Sure. Um, the most recent one that reached out to us from the podcast is Nora Hernandez. She she just that's fought. right. Yeah, I followed her back. Yeah. Nora, shout out to you. And then Melissa. Um, oh man, what's her last name? 
Melissa her I don't remember Melissa. I don't think it was that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I, I Melissa, shout out to Melissa. Nora, who else? Ephrian. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to Ephrian. Um and Jordan Martinez. Yeah. There's yep. a ton of people that have been reaching out to us. Thank you. Yeah, and Nick, I mean Nick. Yeah. You guys are why we do this. You know, and I hope I hope it's of a value. Same thing with Power Hour. Like we just we just love helping people win yeah. and it's funny whenever people, you know, we gave an opportunity. We're not going to get to do this every single time, but on this Power Hour, people got to ask questions. We got to do a little Q&A with, like, real specific things about their business. And it's almost it's almost like coaching. It's like a mini coaching session, right? It is. It's coaching. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we're just trying to train, train and, and share all the knowledge that we can because, I mean, not to toot our own boat, but we're selling houses, you know? And And – Whatever market we've been able to to sell houses. Yep. Right. We, you and I have both been. You've been through more markets than I have. You got to see a normal market. I have yet to see something balanced. Mm-hmm. You know, I we had it for a very very small like, and maybe I just, I'm jaded because I think it was balanced and maybe it wasn't like mid 2022 when rates were like five percent mm-hmm. and like in the inventory was kind of rising a little bit. We were still very under under. Inventory. I feel like we're in a balanced market right now, honestly. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, rates are considerably high, but so are. I would argue. So the reason I say that you've been through a, a, a market that was normal was homes were like half the price that they are now. Yeah, they were. and rates were still four point seven five. Like that's that's mm-hmm. what you sold me a house. That's at. true. And so you you got to see like a, a lower priced with lower interest rate housing market. I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah. So we've been through it and we've sold, we've sold homes and, and outperformed, you know, we just talked about a few, maybe last podcast, the one before, if you've sold what seven homes in the last up to this point, you're in the top, like 5% of real realtors yeah, in Austin. Yeah. So people are struggling. Yeah. And, and, we're very fortunate that we're we're not right now. So that's why we're trying to pour into this, you know, give some hope and some some real tactical stuff for for people who are struggling. Yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, there's a really good book that came out um, called Hundred Million Dollar Leads" that by Alex Hormozy. Um, and I think you had a few notes on on that, right? Yeah. So and this kind of goes with the the Facebook ad, or even if you're going to do any kind of advertising, if you're going to take the time to make a video to advertise your services or um, anything like that, or if you have a value ad that you're trying to get people to click on to give you information, hence Facebook ads, the thing you have to do is have a value proposition. To where the person would feel stupid not to take it. Oh man, Mosey said that, and I was like, "Damn!" A lot of people are out here just saying, "Hey, I'm a realtor. I'm here to help you." How many freaking realtors do you people know these days? Mm. There's no value add in you being a realtor. What makes you different? Mm-hmm. What makes me want to work with you? Why should I Im- immediately forget about every other realtor and hire you to be the one to help me? And like, what do you provide that other agents don't? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you know that other agents don't? And if you share that knowledge uh, at an, uh, an abundant amount of knowledge and abundant amount of value, then they're going to feel stupid not working with you. Yeah. You want to make it such an unrefusable offer. And I saw a little bit of this at a training that we went to where it was like, I will sell like 
uh, one of the the value adds or like the proposition this guy was making it was it was pretty outright the the guarantee yes the guarantee and he got that from Alex yeah, did he really he did so it was I will sell your home at your price at at the agreed upon price within the timeline you pick or your your money back or something like that who can, who can compete with that. <laughs> You would feel stupid not working with that guy. Yeah, you see, and, and now granted, there's some some yeah. you know there's some asterisks in there, and like they have to agree upon the price. They have to because you have to accept the client at that point. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a ton of people who are going to be like, oh, I'm going to say this outrageous number with an outrageous timeline, and I'm going to get I'm going to sucker this guy into doing this for free. It's not how that works. Mm-hmm. They have to agree upon all the stuff that's being being said. Yeah. But the value proposition is what gets people interested. We I talked like about 4,000 to 10,000 ads per day the average person sees. Yep. What makes you different? Yeah. Man, I mean, I'm not going to lie, though, man. Like, full transparency, I've been having a creativity funk. Yeah? <laughs> and, and, and like, for – but obviously, i, I got to remind myself, you know, um, i got to get back to the basics, right? Um, and one of those things is – you know, I met up with the agent. They were like, what type of content are you doing? And then I'm thinking to myself, okay, walk through videos. I'm promoting local businesses, right? I'm letting people know about news that is happening within our local area before anybody else knows. And so that's where, um, that's what's really helped me um, and people reach out to me because they know that I know what's going on before most people. Yeah. Well, some people are going to listen to this and go, here's why I can't do what you do. Right. (laughs) Let me tell you something. The equipment you need to get started filming these kinds of videos is very minimal. It's a one to two hundred dollar gimbal, which is a thing that holds your phone and keeps it straight. You don't. I mean, sometimes you don't need it. The new iPhones are incredible where they stabilize your video as you're walking. And it's very it's gotten a lot better. I'll tell you that. I literally just had that conversation. They were like, should I get a gimbal? And I was like, honestly, if you don't have the budget for it, just use your phone because the stabilization that that, that new iPhones have are great. Yeah. So if you want to, a gimbal, one to 200 bucks for, for a good one. DJI uh, is the, the website that we mm-hmm. use. DJI. Uh, we use the Osmo Mobile. Uh, 60 and- frames per second when you are recording mm-hmm. and 4K. Because that's one thing a lot of agents forget when they're recording with their phone is they'll do, what, 30 frames per second? Or, or 24 frames, and it looks real choppy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, you want really smooth video when you're advertising And stuff. that's at the top right corner uh, when you open up your camera. If you have an iPhone. If you have an Android, I can't help you. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. But uh, <laughs> There's probably films in, like... 8k like (laughs) they've been doing things way ahead of us you know way before us but uh so so you've got the you know the gimbal Mm -hmm. and then a microphone a wireless mic Mm -hmm. i want to say that system was what 150 bucks so we're talking Uh, they're closer to 250 250 okay inflation thanks byron i know (laughs) um but yeah so a good microphone good audio is actually super important because you don't want to hear all the all the wind and all the cars driving by i guarantee you if i click on your video and your audio sucks i'm skipping it yep i'm going on and i'm no different than any other consumer that's not me being a dick that's me being a consumer as well Mm -hmm. if you do not get me and show that you are professional enough to talk to me clearly in your video i'm gone yep 
A hundred percent. Because, I mean, that just, uh, it, it makes you look so much better if you have good audio. Well, there's so many that don't do it mm-hmm. that when you have it, it kind of separates you a little oh, 100%. bit. Oh, a hundred percent. Same thing with, like, it, bro, I'm seeing so many people take freaking iPhone pictures and slanted, dimly lit pictures for MLS listing that photos. That is the worst thing that you can do. And I'm like, you are an embarrassment. <laughs> like, get out of my freaking market. You better not be uh, getting paid 3%. You know? No, no, dog, you better be getting a half a percent or you something. Paid, you paid 500 bucks to list that house on the MLS with your yeah. iPhone pictures, you know? And then you're sitting there wondering why your listing's not getting any, any attention. <laughs> like, come on, dude, do better. Do I better. Oh, for sure. Those are the people that make us look bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, so again, a gimbal and something, some kind of microphone. I mean, they even make really, I've seen, I've been getting a lot of advertisements for one that plugs directly into your the bottom of your phone. A gimbal? No, no, no. Sorry, microphone. Oh, microphone. And it like plugs directly into your phone, and it's like forty bucks, and huh. you can have like a microphone talk. Even that's better than nothing. Yeah. So that's all you need, other than some kind. There's tons of Editors. free editing software. Yeah. CapCut is what I use. Yep. CapCut, um, Perfect Video is a really good one mm. uh, for iPhone. Or, I'm uh, sure. I'm sure it's everywhere. But we also use this um, application called Caption. Um, if you want to add captions to when you're talking and you'll you'll probably you all most of our short form videos have captions on it yeah and why is that audience retention Mm -hmm. when people are reading they're more engaged to your videos yep than if you don't have it so some some jordan you're on fire today dude. we're killing it you're on fire i'm (laughs) i'm like creativity lacking dude i'm like i gotta keep up with you (laughs) well this i mean this is all just stuff that separates you from like the last little bit that we're talking about is things you can do to be productive and to make a good impression because here's the thing if you're making videos and you're putting forth the effort do it semi-professionally or at least make it look good because again you can go through booking a, a showing or like booking a video tour filming a place and then your video either sucks or the audio over it sucks. I'm probably muting you or I'm moving on. Yeah. And so yeah. don't don't spin your wheels. Don't don't do actions just to do them. Do them well. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, one thing that I started doing more of is documenting my day. You know, so like if I'm in an appointment, I'll do a little quick picture or a video. Um, don't think too much into getting content out there. Right. Just document your day when you wake up. Do, and you're making coffee, document your Get a morning workout in. Yeah, getting more workout in. Uh, because I would much rather see an agent at least putting something out there than being a secret agent. And nobody even knows that you're a real estate agent, you know? Yeah. So putting something out there. But like Jordan said, the more quality, the higher the quality, the more it's going to separate you from the average agent. Yeah. And there's there's cheap ways to get it done. And then, like, even for Instagram videos, you know, you can pay someone – on Fiverr or whatever websites to to edit these videos and make them look professional. If you don't have time or the resources to edit them yourselves, hire somebody. Yeah. Hire someone. It'll separate you, again, from those who don't. 100%. 100%. So um, I saw something online. It said, video content beyond home tours can help foster engagement and connect agents with prospects. Avoid broad topics and focus on showcasing your expertise in specific areas. And then use analytics to gauge which video topics do and don't resonate with your audience. What is a good analytical platform that you've been using that helps you show you if videos are doing good or not? 
So I use something called TubeBuddy. Mm. So TubeBuddy is a it's like an ex- a Google Chrome extension mm-hmm. that you pay for. It's you know it's under three hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and what it does is it tell it kind of ranks my videos. It gives me suggestions for SEO, what kind of tags I should add. It tells me if my video, you know, my thumbnail is going to be attractive or not. If I need to tweak some things, I can compare thumbnail mm-hmm. thumbnails and see which one it thinks is going to do better. It gives me suggested times to post based on when my audience is is online. Mm. Lots of really good stuff there. I've been using analytics for my Facebook groups. Uh, it shows you the insights of when people are engaging, when uh, what type of you know uh, what type of posts people are making, uh, what days are most active, and so I've been really using you know posting on those certain days um, and in sp- specific uh, niches so that. I get more engagement. And it, I really love that the the thing that you were reading said, don't just do home videos. Like, don't yeah. do home walking videos because people want to see that you know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, you can kind of hide behind showing homes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. sure, like that's a that's a type of content. Don't make that be the only thing that you're good for, right? Because then they don't know that you know what. Uh, you know, I think assuming where he said competency is a big thing. Yeah. It's consistency, or I think it was. Uh, oh shit! I just uh, put myself on the spot. Competency. Uh, was it creativity? Uh, Some or like content maybe. Yeah, I gotta go back and rewatch the episode. It's been a little bit. Just like you do, guys. Yes, great episode by the way. Suman Kim's episode: how he went from zero dollars to one hundred forty-four million dollars sold over his first two years in real estate. It's our most listened to episode. Well, he's worth listening to. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, nonetheless, change up the variety of content you put out. Um, we have a strategy where we're trying to like put out three different forms of content, um, three different mediums, or three different audiences that we're trying to attract because real estate is a game of attraction. There's different aspects to it, and if all you're doing is home tours, I don't know that you're going to be attracting all, that many in clients. In all sense, yeah. I, I love that you said that real estate is a game of attraction. So how do we attract more people? Yeah, I love that. I need to get back on the 75 hard. Sorry, this is super random, but I'm feeling – I got to get back on my routines, man. That that vacation jacked me up. It was so <laughs> awesome, but my routines are, like, off right now, man. Yeah. Well, I – and I said I would be down to do it, and I was like, oh, crap, we have Baby Moon coming up. And I remember specifically, like, strategically picking when we did 75 Hard the first time uh-huh. because I wanted it to end so I could, like, party over Baby Moon yeah. and then come back and maybe redo it. So so when is that? Baby uh, we come back on the 25th. Okay. So, you know, sometime after that I'd probably be down. Okay. Let's but, do it. Let's, hey – no, you go ahead. No, <laughs> no, you, no, you, no you. you. You're on fire today, so I want you to end it. Okay. Hey, you know what? If you made it to this this far listening, uh, that's because I think you found value in the episode. Um, that's what, again, we're going to repeat this in, until the day this podcast ends. We are here to provide value. We are tactical. I think there's stuff we've talked about that can massively, positively impact your business, and that's what we're here to do, man. We're here providing value, and we're going to do that for the the rest of our days here. Power Hour. Don't forget it. It's going to be super valuable. It's free training, guys. There's no catch. We're just a ton of agents wanting to help each other. Um, And the time may be changing. We have a poll up right now. Uh, We'll see how that goes. Best place to keep in touch with us, John. Repeat one more time where people can find you at. At John Michael Perez on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, 
all the things. Yep, same here. All major social media at Jordan Sells ATX. We're here for you. We want to see you succeed. That's why we do this freaking thing. We don't do it so we can talk to each other. I can talk to this goon anytime I want. We're here to invest in you guys, and you're what make this podcast so great. So thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you guys in the next one.